This is the Jazz Man Keith G of Soul Jazzy Radio. You're now tuned in to the queen of product, service, and information all across the globe, Cassie Talk. And if you want to drop her a line, reach her at CassandraPT at gmail.com. That's CassandraPT at gmail.com. Now here's our great host, Cassandra. and information all across the globe. Cassie Talk. And if you want to drop her a line, reach her at Cassandra PT at gmail.com. That's Cassandra PT at gmail.com. Now here's our great host, Cassandra. <gasps> I am so excited. The man behind the voice, Mr. Keith Gilchrist. Okay. So the question that's always asked of me, who are you? Are you dating? And are you married? So which question do you want to answer first? <laughs> no, I am not married. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that answers it all. You're not married. Okay, so Mr. Keith Gilchrist, the man behind the voice. Keith, you have so much. It's like when I'm reading your bio, I found out so much about you. You know, being in the fashion industry, a model, a window display designer. You was a certificated internal uh, in interior design. You have a degree in business. Oh, my God. You played semi-pro basketball you worked for the state of georgia you had your own dj sound light company you had a partner and now you are not only a dj but you are the voice on so jazzy radio you have worked it all you are a promoter. You've done it. Wow. Wow. Okay. So my first question is, <sighs> you moved from Detroit to Georgia in 1984. What prompted that move? Why did you say, hey, let me get out of Detroit. I'm going to go see what the ATL got. What prompted that move? Well, for me, I've always had an, an adventurous spirit. So I was in, I was invited down, you know, to come check out Atlanta. So I flew down here three times to check it out. And I was like, you know, okay, everything is cool. I'm looking at all the young people, seeing how they're motivated and saw all the trends that were happening at the time. And I came back home and I, I, I told my mother and my father, hey, I'm ready to make a move. 
You know, I had looked at some other places because my parents are originally from, well, my mother is originally from Louisiana and my father's from Alabama. But I have close ties with the Gilchrist family in Alabama. So I thought about moving there at one point, you know, but I saw they were still stuck in the Stone Ages somewhat and not progressive enough. So when I flew down here to Atlanta and, and, and saw everything that was going on, I was like, okay, this this seems like this may be the place for me. So I had um, a couple of friends who had moved here uh, previously and uh, who, who had invited me down. And when I told them, you know, I'm thinking about making that decision, uh, one of my friends, stepfather, worked for the state of Georgia. And he's like, you know, I think I can get you in. So, you know, on his behalf, he, he really worked it. And I got in at the state of Georgia, working for Georgia Mental Health Institute, GMHI. Mm. And, um, you know, in college, you know, depending on what you're doing, you know, you have sociology and psychology. So I was able to use that part of my skills from school and coming into the state of Georgia as a health service tech too. And that started my journey here in Atlanta. Mm, okay. Okay. So I know in high school you were involved in music and singing in the choir and, you know, just, you know, just being involved in it. Um, but I would like to know when did you fall in love with jazz? Yes, yes. In high school, I was a uh, three letterman. I played football, basketball, and I was in the choir. And I, I've always had a voice, not not just the speaking or the deep voice, um, but I excelled in music um, so much that I became president of all the choirs in school. Hmm. Um, I was a bass baritone, second tenor. And but that love for jazz derived from my mother because every Sunday, definitely we were listening to jazz music as she was cooking dinner on 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 Sunday afternoons after church. Mm. And um, you know, I just always had that fascination for music. My father liked pretty much like R and B. He liked some jazz, but he was more of an R and B type guy. You know, so. Um, my mother, even though she loved jazz, she loved all all phases of music. You know, whether it was classical, opera. You know, uh, I remember times sitting there watching different programs or or different movies that had all these love themes or a certain type of music, and I'm I'm sitting right there beside her, listening to all this. So um, I just had a strong mind far as music is concerned and so you know i took that um took that and and, and the singing and to listening and to culturing myself with all phases of music um but it came out you know i had such a strong fascination for jazz mm, you're the baby aren't you 
I am the baby. That's why you said I was sitting right next to mom, listening to all this and watching TV, because I was the baby. I could just imagine you. You're six four, and you were the baby. So you had to be by five three when you were nine. <laughs> Because you are tall. <laughs> I always remembered you as tall. I never have a vision. I don't have a vision of you ever being short. I always have this vision of you being tall and me looking up at you talking to you. That That's right, that's funny. And right. you the baby. Are you taller than your brother? Yes, I am. I'm the tallest <laughs> of the three. Uh, oh, my, my goodness. Around, uh, he's around 6'2". Oh, my goodness. But he's still tall. Well, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, we always had a running joke. Anytime I would come home, the first thing you would do was stand, stand, stand next to me. And, uh, mm, yeah, I think I got you. No, no, <laughs> window, no, you don't. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay, so you are a DJ on So Jazzy Radio, right? Yes. I am a DJ, but I prefer to myself as a radio host. Okay, so and, you and, are the radio and, and, host. And, and there, there's a difference between the two, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So explain the difference between a radio host and uh, a radio DJ or a DJ. Explain the difference. Well, a DJ, he just spins music. You know, he, he just gathers it, plays it. No specific type of style they try but they don't have that mm, to truly be the leader of their own show okay uh, with me being a radio host i i do the show i'm in charge of my show all, all aspects of my show i create myself mm. and when you get when you get with certain organizations because I'm also part of the DJ Association of Broadcasters. Oh, okay. Um, um, so with my music background and that helped me a whole lot is being, starting off being a DJ uh, because I played with the two top G DJ company or, or organizations in Detroit at that time which was Duncan Sounds and Dale Willis organization. And we played at all the high end events around the city. Okay. Uh, what made me good, I was known as the smooth mixer. Ooh. So, you know, you, you, you take these things, it's all a learning process. Um, along with culturing yourself, uh, having at, uh, the aspects of business and you do everything on a, more professional level than the average DJ. So when people tune into my show, you know, that's the first thing they talk about, how professional it is, the the sound quality, the way all the music just flows together. So that puts me higher up than just being a DJ. Mm. So you were not only known as the smooth voice of Mr. Keith Gilchrist, but you are known as the man with the smooth sounds, Mr. Keith Gilchrist, coming to you right now with music for the soul. 
Okay, so what other stations have you ever worked for being a radio host? I've worked uh, for 11 years on Sassy Radio, um, which originally she started off out of Minnesota. And she had, at the time when I started, maybe seven DJs. Uh, most of those guys played R&B, old school, house music, things of that nature. And, and, I, and I was the only jazz entity on Sassy Radio, mm. which which was a, um, a worldwide presenter streaming live throughout the world. Mm. Okay. Let me ask you, what jazz artist would you love to work with? Hmm. Yeah, that's always a funny question. Um, because I've, I've worked with so many here in Atlanta and, and across the United States, but um, probably on the high end, you know, artists like Kurt Whalum, Boney James. Uh, oh my God, it's it's just it's just so many that I would love to work with. Um, which some of some of those artists like Boney James or Kurt Whalum, I have worked with them in the background with different promoters, bringing them to their events. So, because I mean, I'm some, some of the artists, I don't have a personal relationship, but I may have a personal relationship with their manager, or um, we have what they call other promoters who house these type of artists uh, for events, make sure they, 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 they get uh, to events, their music out on, on, um, terrestrial radio and internet radio. So I, I do have those type of relationships if I'm not close with the artists on that level. Okay. All right. So when did you start getting in promoting? What sparked all of that? Well, I started doing my own events, which, are, you know, being, being a promoter, I started doing my own events probably about 87. And with with having your own events, you have to market and promote your events wherever they're located at, you know, because you uh, you never know what fans is and where. And I and I use a lot of social media marketing instead of terrestrial type marketing. Um, I create a flyer for the events. Um, I create the audio for the events, for the artists, and I market and promote everything on social media, from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram, LinkedIn, and a few other small social sites. Okay. All right. So, Keith, obviously, you know, you love what you do because you, you know, the way you talk about it, you talk with, about it with passion, even the conversations that we have had. Um, right. Is it any other thing that you would have loved to, to do or be involved in other than um, being a promoter or radio host doing jazz? Well, my, my crowning glory will be, uh, which I, I do have it on paper and I'm working toward, um, the financial aspect of this, it would be called the Jazz Man Music Ultimate Jazz Fest. And that would be a paid event. Um, 
we do have here in Atlanta, just like in Detroit, we have a jazz fest at the end of May Memorial Day weekend, um, which brings in thousands of people. And I have been part of that through an organization that me and my niece created called Harmony Jazz Alliance. And I've looked at that event up and down, been a part of it, I think for, I was part of that for at least five years. And uh, we, we had our tent set up out at the event, handing out brochure information about jazz, um, about artists. We even handed out CDs from certain artists that were doing giveaways, things <laughs> of that nature. But the, the, the type of artistry that they had on board, I said to myself, I can do this better. Yes, they bring in a lot of quote unquote numbers as far as visitors to the event because it's free. It's an open event the whole weekend, Memorial Day weekend. But not bringing in the artists that would make that a grand event. And from what I see, Detroit has and then and it's known as the granddaddy of jazz fest, free jazz fest in the country. So knowing that I know I can do it better. Ooh. So I'm looking at doing Ooh. a one day event jazz fest from twelve noon to nine <laughs> or ten at night. Mm. With, with some of the best jazz artists in the country. Mm. You know, that was my next question. If you ever wanted to do a big jazz fest or a big jazz concert or anything, and, mm -hmm. and that's your vision. And you said you already have it down on paper. All you need to do now is get sponsorships and everything. Mm -hmm. You already have that focus of what you want to do. Wow. You just, yes. you just covered my, my questions that I have for you. <laughs> Well, you know, in, in in this business of entertainment, in order to move forward and to grow, you always have to be a thinker. You have to think about the box and you have to think outside the box. You have to write everything down because uh, we can't remember everything. So, you know, we could be in a moment in a, in a spark here. Oh, you know, I need to write this down. You mm. know, so I've done that throughout the years until I had everything that I wanted to have on paper in black and white, you know, did all my investigations, talked to all the right people, um, talked to the artists, getting their pricing, you know, what they would need for the event, you know, so then you, you know, once you, once you have all that down, then you start looking at what type of sponsors you want to have on board, you know, because, you know, you you want you want them to bring in dollars as a sponsor, and then you want some to give you products and service instead of money. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I you have to look at the big picture. You mm -hmm. know, Keith, is it anything else really that you would want to do? I mean, really, would you want to drive a car, fast car, on a track? Would you like to go to outer space? I mean, is it anything? No. Can you picture yourself doing anything else other than jazz? I've I think I've accomplished and done everything I wanted to do, and that and that that's my ultimate goal. That is my ultimate. I've had fast cars. I used to race cars oh, growing wow. up. You know, 
uh, had a couple of hot rods, you know, so um, did the modeling thing, you know, uh, also went to the Fashion Institute of America, you know, so modeling school, it's, it's, it's really nothing I want to do other than having that jazz fest. Oh, wow. And, and with that, I know my life will be complete. Mm-hmm. I'd be totally satisfied. Okay. You know, I've been I've been married a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I have three daughters. They're all grown and married. I have three granddaughter granddaughters. So for me, no. You know, that that would be the icing on the cake. Well, you know what you really need that you didn't mention? You need the, you need one of the best event planners ever. So, you know, when we get oh. off the phone, we can discuss that because, you know, you have that friend that is one of the best event planners ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would utilize everything. <laughs> so I'm glad I have friends like that in high places. <laughs> Wow, Keith, it is so good talking to you. It was great. I mean, but I have to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything. It's because of you that I am doing a podcast because you said, well, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. And I was like, dang, Keith, stop. Stop. Don't say that anymore. So I I have to show you that I ain't no punk. So I had to start my (laughs) podcast. So, but I thank you for everything, how you helped me. Um, in every way to get started, um, even talking down to mics and, you know, doing anchor and editing and everything. So I thank you so much for all your help. Um, uh, I know the ATL is enjoying you, you know, because you left us and you had in ATL, but I I know that they probably had more to offer than what we have um, at this time. So, um, I is it any? Would you please tell the listeners how to get in contact with you and some, you know, fundraisers and different things that you are involved with? Um, you can always get in touch with me at kgilchrist50 at live.com. And I'll be happy to answer any questions anybody send to me. Um, I am part of, because I had stage three lymphoma cancer and I became a type two diabetic, um, which I was in in very bad shape uh, starting in 2008. Um, So I am part of the Lymphoma Research Foundation and I am also part of the Diabetes Association. Mm. And when I got those two things, I always wanted to give back. And I have give, given back tremendously over the years with my own fundraisers for both organizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, Keith, so much. God bless you. And can I say this? Yes, dear. For, for anybody that's listening, always follow your dreams. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work uh, going into whatever you want to do, but stay focused and it will all pan down in the end, but always follow your dream. Oh, that's true. It's so sweet. So passionate. Well, everybody, I thank you, Keith. Everyone else is thanking you. God bless you. Thank you for having me. Um, 
I I just don't know what to say because you were you've been a blessing. Continue to do what you do. And everybody out there, I'm going to say this. Faith makes us strong. Love binds us. We must continue to to stay safe because it's not over yet. And to look out for everybody, have that social distancing. Think of not just yourself, but others too. So God bless you and be fabulous. Cassie would like to thank you for listening in. And if you want to reach her, you can always get her at Cassandra PT at gmail.com. Cassandra PT at gmail.com. And catch us for the next podcast. Enjoy. Cassie would like to thank you for listening in. And if you want to reach her, you can always hit her at Cassandra PT at gmail.com. Cassandra PT at gmail.com. And catch us for the next podcast. Enjoy.